Hello, friends. And guess what? You already know what. We're back. We're here. We're together. Oh, it feels so good. We're reunited and it feels so good. Yes. I'm so happy to be with you and for you to be here with me. And you know that I have the oh-so-handsome Mr. Josh Fritz with me today. Now, y'all know I was going to leave him out. You are so kind. And we're here because we want to kind of go over, I think is the best way to put it, what we've been up to for the last three months. Can y'all believe it? Three months? Now, you know how much we care about you. So it had to be a lot of stuff to keep us away for so long. But here we are. The moment has arrived. Let's get this thing started. Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Babe, we're back. We're back. I kind of started to wonder. I was, I, I'm sure, like some of our friends who have been texting me, and they're like, "Hey, really miss your podcast. Can't wait for a new episode." And I'm like, "Me too." Yeah, yeah. it's funny because we were in such a, a rhythm of doing the podcast every two weeks. You know, we it takes a lot of work to get this podcast up. You know, we have to we have to set the time, we have to do it, we have to edit it, we have to you know listen to it again and then edit it again, and it goes back and forth. You know, and then you got to promote and it, promote it, and, and so it's yeah. just. It's it's a lot, but um, but we love doing it, and um, it does feel like there's a, a like a a small hole that's trying to grow bigger in my chest every time every week that we don't do another episode. Um, but it's easy, so easy to fall right out of a good rhythm, you know. But I think that we can easily pick back up, uh, you know, where we left off. Well, here's the thing that keeps coming to me when I think about, you know, getting back started and all this stuff. It's really interesting, you know, because the for our friends at home that don't know how much we love to record and produce this podcast, we love it. It's, mm -hmm. you know, we often will write lists and, and recap the things that we do. And we put that in order of what we enjoy the most, like what's our number one favorite all the way down. And that way we know how to kind of organize our time. And podcasting is always top, always top. And we don't do the list together. It's not like we agree that this is going to be our number one. It's like, write down your list. I'll write down my list. And then we show each other. It's always, you know, on the top number one spot. And it was also the first thing that got taken off of our workload when there was too much going on. So I say that because you can love something so much and then have to shelf it for a while, even when you're in a good rhythm, even when you are feeling so good when you're doing it and you're getting positive results and feedback, all that stuff. Sometimes things just go the way they go. And so I just wanted to put that out there because I feel like there's, there are people 
listening, who are thinking about things that they love to do that they maybe have fallen away from. So, oh, I'm inspired, y'all. I'm inspired to just let's take a moment. Let's take a little thought break for a second and do some inventory. Is there something that you love to do that you haven't given yourself time or space to do? So just think about that. Let's hold that for a second. So we had the desire to do it. It's not like we didn't want to do it, but we just didn't have the bandwidth to do it. Like we literally had only so much time, energy, resources to get things done. And we only intended to do, to stop for April, right? We were going to be back for May. Um, Mm -hmm. But then it just like, just, you know, it was like one thing rolled into the next and into the next. And here we are, it's June something. And that's what we call life. Yeah. Right. Like it's so relatable and that's why I want to be super uber duber transparent on that you know so, not act like oh we you know and then but the we haven't other, been beating ourselves up over it no it's, it's been grace it's just you know it's just grace great point that you brought up grace because um i have been giving myself a dose of grace on this because i saw the break coming and i didn't do anything about it i tried Like I saw it coming in February Mm -hmm. when I looked at my calendar and thought, oh, okay, that book proposal is about to eat up all of my time and I'm not sure what's going to be left. Oh, and then whatever is left, I already have committed myself to this many workshops and so when I started looking at it, I was like, I better stop booking stuff. Like, I better stop trying to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, right? <clears throat> because of the pace that we had set. And I was really proud of us for setting that pace during quarantine and cranking it out and being um, committed to that. You know, I, was, I, felt, if, I felt good about that. You know, it made me feel like I was being really responsible. And I saw that an end was coming that I needed to take a pause. I needed to take a break. And, um, and I had no idea that it was going to be as long as it was, but I think that it was as long as it was because I didn't plan for it. You know, like when I first got the, what I call a divine heads up, when I started seeing that the way that how is all of this going to happen? Plus my normal life that, our outside people don't really know about, you know, as far as how we run our household and tend to our children and homeschool and, you know, all of those other things well, <laughs> tend to our farm and, yeah. you know, all these little Just to take a, extra things. To take a moment and give you props and kudos for the awareness to see, um, see those things and realize that if you were going to try to, you know, be a freight train and plow through and do all of it, how you would have taken yourself and the rest of us, we would all have gone down a notch, you know, in our, in our joy and happiness level, because it's just, you know, when you, when you do more than what you can do and what you have space to do by forcing it, 
you know, it really puts you, um, it can put you in a bad place. Mm. And so, so kudos to your awareness for, you know, seeing what was happening. You know, you knew that your, your book proposal, you know, was, we, we, you know, hired your book coach and it was like, that had to, that had a schedule, that had a schedule that had to happen during a certain amount of time. And so, you know, to, to try to do that on top of the podcast, on top of everything else that we do in a day, um, you know, just wasn't, it wasn't feasible, but I would not have really picked up on that. Um, so I'm grateful that you did, uh, cause on this end of it, you know, I know that the past three months has been really pleasant, you know, we've had a lot going on, but it's also been beautiful Enjoyable. and transformational right. and, and full of joy. Let's talk more about that. So I want to just close that thought out of the awareness of seeing how things like, hmm, I have definitely overcommitted myself and I see that that is going to show up like everybody's going to know about this because I'm not going to be able to maintain the, um, the, you know, the, what is the word I'm looking for? Help me with this. Like the, um, the pace, the, the pace, but also the quality people seeing mm. people knowing that I didn't keep showing up, you know, like sometimes you do stuff. I can tell you way back that I probably would have tried to steamroll through that just to save face Oh yeah, and not admit that like I hadn't planned things out properly. Oh yeah. So what I, I, you know, not doing that and just being like, it is what it is, you know, like this is where we are. And I've got some major things trying to birth through me and I have to respect that. And that's just, you know, flexibility and surrendering and also a lot of reemerging. Next time I have learned that in February things try to get super busy for the spring but you'd think the spring is like far like that's over there and then you're like oh snap that's like two weeks away you know like, <laughs> so and then it just keeps rolling that and is then, trippy how that works right and then you're like how is it thanksgiving so weird like, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what what you know so you know i just say that to say i will make different decisions for next year based on um things that i learned about myself this year so remember friends, that's what it's all about. Awareness. Every time that you become aware of something, that is the gift. That is our work. That's what we keep working on. So, um, the book proposal is going, had this, um, you know, um, date list of dates and schedule that I had to follow and to crank this out. And my book changed directions I was, totally <laughs> i remember like the first call of the you work had, the first call <laughs> you had with your book coach and then the first call that we had after that because i was out with the boys and, and you were explaining it to me and i was like oh wow oh yeah. wow okay, so that's everything that i had been working on and really just pouring my heart into got shelved 
in a Google Doc and was like, I'll be back sometime. I don't know when, but now I have to do this other thing that is truly what has been calling me. However, I wasn't ready. I was actually scared of it. And so when I had the initial call with my book coach, she said, I don't know, Jules, but I think you're writing a memoir. I think you're writing a spiritual teaching memoir. Dun, dun, dun. We need to tell this story of yours. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> can I just tell people what I've learned? Do I have to take them down the road? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you do. And we're going to do it. Don't worry about it. Like, don't freak out. Don't overthink it. You don't have to know how you're going to do it. Just trust that it's going to come together. And um, so I had to start over. So all of the about um, 20 pages that I had put together, had worked on, you know, all these thoughts, ideas, um, they might make it into the book, but they're probably going to be the second book. You see how this thing is working out? just keeps I'm like okay we're just gonna keep expanding okay how much how much bandwidth does my heart have my goodness right so apparently it's very expansive right very expensive yes we should not we should not put a number on how many books will come out of there because it's not really I'm not going to I'm just letting you know that so far two tried to come out at once just like they did with the twins okay so we had to put this one over here so I could focus on the one and it um was a really um grueling process. I'm actually curious for our listeners. I wonder if our listeners are, have ever thought about the book writing process or if there's any, um, curiosity there of what is that really like, or I've kind of thought about it. So if you, as I'm talking about this, if you want me to talk more, shoot me a text and let me know you know, I, I really want to know if you, if I should go into this more, cause I don't have a problem sharing it. Um, I just have to make time for it. So two, two, nine, two, zero, six, nine, two, eight, zero, always in the show notes also. So getting through that process. And then my, one of my big brothers says, Hey, I'm coming your way because I've decided I'm flying to Portugal and I'm going to stay at your house for five days. And then I'm going to fly out from the nearby airport and be gone for the next six months. And uh, we were like, okay, I'm sure you have your stuff all figured out. Like, you know, don't really have time to figure that out for you, but trusting it's all working. So we're going to keep going about our business (laughs) because we got lots of it. And then uh, come to find out that was not an option because Portugal was closed and the entire EU was closed. Right. That And um, so he had to figure out some different plans. And that plan included a whole bunch of surrender. And the great thing for him is he had a soft place to land with us and the Airstream on all this beautiful land. And we're kind of pros with surrendering and not knowing what's going to happen next and somehow being cool with that. So we just continued to say, Hey man, yeah, I know this is how it works. Yeah. You just think you know what you're doing. And then sometimes things change. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. We know that we are the stewards of this land Mm. and we know that this place has innate healing qualities. Mm.
because people come to the land and they come to Hopeful, they will absolutely feel what we're talking about. And that's what's the best part of being on this Hopeful House land. And so we were blessed with his visit. It ended up being, you know, again, one of those things where you don't know what you need all the time. Sometimes you, your best plan is still not your highest good. Sometimes your best, biggest, brightest dream is still not what it's going to end up being for you. But you just keep taking your steps. You just keep putting feet to your prayers and taking action. And that's what he did. And he ended up having a wonderful time with us. Like we had such a great trip, you know, a, a experience with him here. And um, I was able to get vaccinated with my big brother. Like that's so wild. He normally lives in Colorado, you know. So just the fact that we could kind of go through that together and in case you're curious about the vaccination, I spent a lot of time thinking about it, praying about it, sitting in the stillness, just wondering what was right for me. Should I do it? Should I not? Um, and which one, <laughs> which one? And right. And the thing is, is that when I sat with it based on my dreams of how I want to proceed in life, taking one step at a time, towards my highest good, being directed, it felt like that was a part of the plan for me with wanting to travel again and also wanting to host these gatherings um, on our land for folks to come and enjoy it. And it just felt like the right thing to do. And come to find out, it was great that Dave was here and got to do that, the vaccination with us because now he's going to be able to go to Portugal after all, because now he's vaccinated. So you see, it's, it's just these things that work out for us and you wouldn't be able to plan it that way because you don't even know how it's going to go. So you have to allow yourself to feel that flexibility so you can just move through and go with the flow. Another thing that happened during that time period was your grandma passed away. Yeah. Grammy passed. And I, um, I, as much as we knew it was coming, being that she yeah, that she is, um, she was, um, as being a Alzheimer's patient in a living facility and knowing how this horrible disease works, um, it happened really fast. And it was just like the conversations shifted quickly. And, right. and then it was like, you need to rush here. And, you know, these kinds of things started to, you know, escalate and, and 
then you start to realize, wait a minute, well, when was the last time I got to see her? Oh, man, you know, and, and I thought about that time and it was, it was not lost on me that the last time that we got to see her, that we had to make such a huge decision on that same day. And that decision was the last time we got to see her was on March 13th, 2020. Not only was it Grammy's 90th birthday, but it was also the day that the world decided that we are in pandemic state and now everything is canceled and shut down until further notice. So all of that happened that same day. It actually happened first. <laughs> right. um, Our major business for the year was was canceled that day. Gone. Wiped out. So 100% gone. We have no idea what's going to happen. How many people also felt that with us? No, we have a lot of entrepreneur listeners. And so everyone, you know, we're, we're all collectively feeling the fear of that, of like, what are we going to do? Like, we didn't, we weren't prepared for that, right? And um, we decided to do what? What did we decide to do? Just, I remember deciding just to surrender into it. You know, we were like, this is not something that we can change. It's not something that we could have ever seen coming. It's not something that we can be mad about. It's, um, it's clearly something that is, it's affecting the entire world. Uh, and it's something that is, um, going to be used, you know, uh, by the Holy spirit as like a, as, as a shift in, in life, you know, it's, just, it's so odd for so many people to shift at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. And that's what's, sure. what is really interesting about the pandemic. Um, but that was the decision we made was to surrender into it and not allow, money essentially to rock our peace so we clearly saw the choice before us was choose fear of or choose love right fear of lack or love which could deepen our faith and trust but it doesn't look like that when you're looking when you feel the choice in front of you it just looks like you can freak out and feel the ache of this or you could go enjoy grammy's party <laughs> yeah. and and grammy's party was like a handful of you know immediate family you know it was it wasn't a party party but for us it was cake and this, this i mean that's really and all balloons I and, and, yeah, yeah. i just throw a cake into a thursday yeah. and it's a party you know what i mean <laughs> in my world so we decided let's just leave this fear behind, choose love, and just move forward and have a great time. Let's not bring this burden with us because we of all people know that somehow, some way, things always work out. So we went and we had a fun time. We had a great time with Grammy and we enjoyed it. And, and then I realized that that was the last time that we got to see her. And Again, that was not lost on me. And I'm so grateful that we made that choice. And, 
you know, because going through grief, a lot of different things that I had not grieved yet were triggered. And I was feeling a lot of that heaviness and the waves of it. And um, my grandma had been in the hospital. And so it triggers all that stuff again. And I had to work my way through that. And then I realized that a lot of times when you feel guilt, when someone passes, that's, that torments you. Mm -hmm. You think about all the things you should have done, could have done, didn't do, all that. So you just will torment yourself with those thoughts. So what I realized in that process of walking through the ache of that, I knew that it was happening for me so I could realize that. So I could see that. So I could say, oh, my gosh, I know that had I chose differently on that day, I would be in a different place of grief right now. I would be so low. I would be feeling terrible. And I'm grateful that I had that. So in case anybody's listening that is feeling grief and is feeling that ache walking through it, Allow yourself to shed that guilt. Allow yourself to release that and let that go because things go the way that they're going to go. And I'm not really sure why I'm sending this message out right now in this moment, but I'm trusting that it's going to land on the heart that it needs to land on. Right. So allow yourself to really wholeheartedly choose love now. Choose love now and feel that presence with you and allow yourself to receive that gift that is available right now. just covered about two months and then um may came around and may is typically a party month we were talking about cake and um we've got cinco de mayo well first you have let me let me start correctly you have may 1st which is like in sync day is gonna be may if you if you know you know if you don't you don't Google it. It's going to be May. You'll get it. Anyways, we got May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Star Wars Day. I mean, this is all celebratory days. I'm just saying, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I got vaccinated. My second shot on May the 4th. The force was with me. I was fine. Had no problems, no complications. Um, was just a champ throughout that whole thing. So grateful. Then Cinco de Mayo, for those who appreciate, you know, tacos and salsa, we do. It's great. And then you go into Mother's Day, which is like a 
come on all the moms, right? Celebrate. And then we go into my birthday. I mean, it's like a nonstop. What am I supposed to do in May? It's just uh, like, no, I'm, I'm well aware of May is May around here is considered mother's birthday month. Mama's birthday. <laughs> yes. So, and then we just keep growing. Right. So we realized that with everything we had gone through and we were about to talk about, you know, plow through, we were about to plow through May and just act like we did not want to celebrate or do things because we had all this work. We had, you know, trying to bury ourselves in this obligation. And, but we had some things that we felt that we needed to pause. We had not actually turned everything off. And so we decided um, to plan the trip now that we were fully vaccinated to go visit my mom and grandma and um, get them set up with the things that they needed and go just touch base and touch them. And it was fantastic. And it was during that time that everything really got shut down. Like I wasn't working on anything. I wasn't creating anything. I wasn't managing anything. It was just done. Peace, quiet, relaxation, recharge, restoration. And that I realized, wow, I realized when everything got still and I was hanging out in that hammock, looking at that water and the breeze was coming by, I thought, wow, we've really come through a lot. We really have come through a lot. And I'm grateful that I feel this good and I'm still standing after all of that. And through that trip, I realized that the work that I was going to go into once we got back to Hopeful was I was going to continue working with kids because I had been doing these workshops and I do this affirmative art therapy program and I love it. Now I do, I do workshops with adults. I life coach with adults. You know, we have the miracle lab, but goodness gracious, these kids though, these middle schoolers, I love them. Oh my gosh. Like, and it's, you know, and it's on zoom. It's not even a, in person. Like it's, you know, I, I can't even really see them the way I want to see them. And it doesn't matter. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that we have that connection. So it was time for reflection and thinking about all that we had come through, all that we had created, all that we had done. And now, it, you know, we're all kind of feeling this feeling of reemergence of we're going to go back into the world for those who hadn't already been in the world, <laughs> you know, and going through that. Okay. It's like, how is this going to feel? What's it going to be like now that I don't, you know, now that things are going to change and shift, how do I want them to change and shift? What do I want to leave behind in the time period that is closing? What do I want to bring into the new period that I'm walking into? You know, so I'm so grateful that we made that space to have just a break to go, okay, what are you feeling? How do you feel? You know, and that connection for me on the kid level 
is just, you know, helping them with their emotional regulation through self-love. I mean, come on. Like, I get to cheer them on? Now, y'all know me. Y'all know how I love to cheer somebody on and, and just build them up. And just imagine, like, a, a nine-year-old girl or boy on the other end just receiving it and they need it. You know, that to me just feels so important and right on time. Yeah, that age group is so um, dropped in the middle. You know what I mean? Like they're they're old enough to kind of do their things on their own, um, but they're not old and old enough to do things on their own. Right. Know? So it's like they're in this weird limbo of like I have some I have some independence, but it's very governed, you know, but a lot of times, you know, I mean, I know just with a seven-year-old, like Julian often just disappears and goes and does his own thing. And I don't really, th you know, think a lot about it, but I know he comes that, back with a project. Yeah. yeah. Created or, yeah. But I can only imagine how many kids out there, uh, you know, just kind of get, just kind of left, you know, to do their own stuff and maybe just deal with their own stuff. And they don't, they aren't taught how to deal with that stuff. And so you, what Big you're feelings. doing is, right. You, and there, and those are huge feelings that are happening during that time. Um, and so what you're doing by, you know, teaching these kids, of, you know, just how to process their feelings and how to, uh, how to deal with those, uh, with those big emotions uh, at such an early age is so clutch. Um, it's so fun because I get to introduce them to self-talk and I'll be real honest with you, Diane. I didn't even learn what self-talk was until I was 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like I opened up the untethered soul and Michael Singer rang my truth bell. I mean, ding dong. Hello. Mm. He's like, oh yeah, you heard that. You heard that. Hello. That's right in your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's your roommate. That's your self talk. You're I was like, what are we talking about this out loud? What? You know, it was such a. I thought I was the only it one was, that heard that. Right. It was yeah, almost yeah. like a, a sense of taboo to it. I don't know. It just felt very like the way that he put it. It was so in my face. You can't keep looking away or thinking at something else. This is what this is. And so now that. Because you I, think those ideas are yours. Right. Like the things that you, that your voice in your head says, you think they're yours and you think you're bad because right, of them. Right, right, Or you're trying to be good and these thoughts come in and that must be who you really are or, you know, that these things I'm feeling, that that's who I am. And so, you know, there's so much confusion over that. So I just cut to it and I, you know, let them know that they are not their feelings that that talk that I help them identify together is something we can use in a positive way or a negative way. And so we walk through all that stuff very gently and they love it. They're like, oh, it's like I'm learning to do magic yeah, or something. It's like a magic trick. So they feel like now they have um, this ability to have private conversations with themselves when they had that the whole time, you know? So it's awareness is incredible, right? tell you quickly about an experience I had in um, 
the workshop, one of the workshops I had. So, um, actually two, two quick stories. So at one part, I walk them through the ah method. If you're not familiar with the ah method that I've created, go to the miracle lab.org and you can learn more about it, but it's essentially walking you through from awareness of your feelings all the way through to feeling better and healing. So there's a step in there where we do an action step and we are doing some type of art therapy with affirmations. And so this particular um, child came to, to show me their art and show me their affirmation. And it's so cute. I am le cool. L-E cool. I was like, that's the dopest affirmation ever. <laughs> and then next door is that I am chill. And I was like, can I borrow those? Because I love those. And what was so funny is I said, parents, grownups, adults, we say I am peaceful, right? I am peaceful. I am at peace. What really we want to say is I am le cool. <laughs> I am chill. I am chill. So y'all can take that. Okay, you can borrow that. So it was just so neat how these kids see things, you know, and the way they break it down is so fresh and so like cool, you know. And the other moment that was just so fun for me was we were going through the self-talk about using it in a positive way and how, you know, imagine what your best friend would tell you when you're in a, a tough moment. And um, then we started building our affirmations together. And this one, this one child, so sweet. The unmuted, it's, I, I just, I just feel like crying. I just, is that okay? I'm like, sure, you can cry. That's all right. I just feel like crying because I feel so much joy right now. <laughs> So I was like, I just want to cry because you're amazing because <laughs> you're so beautiful. Like, oh, your light is so bright. And so, you know, these I'm noticing that I'm noticing how it makes me feel, how encouraged I am to continue the work and share our land with these children, you know, that are like, you live on a farm, Miss Jules. I want to come pick berries. You know, they, it's just like, do you guys know about camping? Because we would love to camp with you. You bring your grownups and you come to our land and camp. And, you know, it's just so exciting to think about that stuff, you know? So uh, as we continue evolving and growing within ourselves and with our work, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with our kids. Yeah. It's so important. So we talked about what we were doing, the break. I think we caught everybody up in the last three months. Now the next thing we're going to go into is we're going back to school. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. 
Watch out. Watch out now. So I'm going back to school. I got accepted into a program at Cornell, and it's a program called Entrepreneurship for Women. Ooh, she fancy. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I'm so grateful because the only schooling that I've done, fun fact about me, I've not gone to college. So I've gone to different trade programs and certification programs, but not like you're not like you went to college. I didn't do it all. I'm talking about fancy. What was your title? Summa cum laude. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say, but I thought I'd give you a chance to say Summa cum laude. Summa cum laude. So, so fancy, right? So you're all, you know, getting degrees and all, all this amazing things. And, and so I just, you know, I just do my thing. It's not necessarily, it has never hindered me. Um, but, well, let me not say, but, and I can also see where it would be helpful once you know what you need it for, right? So this program came available and there was an opportunity for scholarships and I got a full scholarship. So I can't believe it. I'm so excited. And the timing of it is incredible. So this, I, I actually got um, approved for this, accepted probably like nine months ago or something, a like ago. a long time ago. So it's wild that I'm like two weeks away now. Mm -hmm. So I'll be doing that for two solid months. And then after I get done with that program, um, I'm going into it with the kids on my heart. So we'll see what channels through me. We'll see what wants to be brought into the world. Um, so I think that's why I wanted to share this, you know, share what's going on because it's, it's like, Ooh, what's going to happen? Well, let's I don't let's know. not forget the fact that just before walking into your first day of school, we're going to be dropping off your book proposal into, uh, you know, your, your Hay House group. Right. Okay. So, so to just wrap up the book proposal, um, it's with my editor. I have an editor now, y'all. Oh my goodness. This is like, I, I wrote a chapter. I wrote two chapters. I've never written a chapter before. I've only read chapters. So I'm just saying, it's like, it's a whole new world for me. And so I handed over my proposal to my editor and she's working on it. And um, so once I get that back, I'll, you know, do whatever final touches I need to do. And then I'm handing it over. I'm submitting it into a contest, a writer's contest with Hay House, which is my dream publisher. And I'm sharing all these details because I would love for you to hold me in prayer. Yes. I would love for you to hold me in the stillness, when you do your meditation, just send me a little vibe, send me a little juju, send me a little love, you know, I'll take it. I, I am so excited or, oh, I love it with what Glennon Doyle said on her new podcast. I'm skited. I'm mm. excited and scared. So there's a lot of things that I'm skited over right now, you know, school and um, going into this book proposal contest and just putting myself out there and very different ways and very vulnerable ways because it's new. All of it is new for me. So when the um, contest um, will know something, maybe um, the end of the summer. So we'll see what happens. 
And it doesn't even matter because I will have an industry standard book proposal that I can then, you know, send off to other publishers um, should I choose. So, wow, that feels good. It feels good that we got all this off of our hearts because there was a lot. It was starting to get weird. It's like when you need to call your best friend and you're like, ah, there's so much I haven't told them and, uh, and I, but I got to make time for that phone call and it's going to be really <laughs> long winded, but then you feel really great when you get it done. That's how yeah. I feel right now. That's hilarious. That's about right. You know, there's a, a lot of people that listen to this are, are good friends of ours who just are curious what's going on like, and they appreciate the message. Man, Josh and Jules, where you at? You know, but <laughs> you know, we, we have still been um, showing up in breathing room and, and sharing our hearts there. And it's been, um, it's been such a process of, of kind of figuring out how to be after all of this, you know, and it, and it's kind of weird even saying that cause it's not really done for everybody, you know, done meaning the pandemic, the coronavirus, you know, yes, we are so much in so much better shape now, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. And I also want to recognize the people that, are in other places that are having a hard time with it. And the people that are in the United States who aren't sure what they're going to do and they're, you know, going back and forth on should they get vaxxed or not or whatever. All of that is hard. All of that is, is tough. So I just want to hold that entire thing right now, everything to do with the pandemic quarantine, all of the family struggles, all of the inner struggles, all of the changes, all of the evolutions, all of the all of it that has happened in the last year plus. I just want to hold all of that in our hearts right now as a whole. So maybe I'm being inspired to lead us into an impromptu meditation here, but let's just go with it. Let's make time for it, space for it right now. Let's just hold all of that. Everything we've been through, all that stuff, just hold it. Maybe put your hand on your heart. And just in this moment, let's reflect. Let's, let's realize that we have come this far. We have come to this place. And as we hold all of this, we can give ourselves relief right now by handing it over. Let's just let this go. Hand it over. Place it on the altar of your inner heart. You don't need this anymore. We've walked through it. We are now changed. We are now more resilient. We have also survived this. Whatever this is. And just allow yourself to 
breathe in that relief of that you're not alone. We have absolutely learned so much more about ourselves in this time, and I'm grateful for all of that. So allow yourself to feel that gratitude of the strength of who you really are. Let's just exhale. Let's go one nice, big, deep breath. And there we go. We just made some room for some miracles. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have this time with you right now. And now that you know everything that's going on with us, we would love to continue keeping in touch, feeling your love, sending you our love. So you can always send me a text, 229-206-9280. If you prefer a newsletter or an email, that's fine. I got you. Just text me your email. And I'll get you on the list. Super easy. Above all, I want you to know and remember that the light in me loves the light in you. Till next time. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired and seen, I invite you to join us in the Miracle Lab, where we expand these conversations into spiritual teachings. Do you need a mentor or an accountability partner? Come to the lab and let's support each other while we experiment with miracles and grow together. Visit www.themiraclelab.org. Special thanks to my co-host, Josh, who's also on production and sound design. And a big thank you to you for listening. Send me a text and let me know what landed. 229-206-9280. I'm your host, Jules, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. I'll see you in the lab.